Hi everybody, this is Ian. I'm the housekeeper for the podcast and the audio editor for this episode. So we messed up some settings on accident while we were recording, and as a result, Aaron's track ended up having a lot of clipping and distortion in it. We've done what we could. We've cut in parts of the reference track, which is why there will be some background noise. And we massaged the audio where we could beyond that. But it's still going to be kind of rough. It's still going to be kind of inconsistent audio quality-wise. So we just wanted to let you know that before you get started with the episode. And with that, we hope you enjoy the show. First off, we should introduce ourselves. I'm Ian. I use they, them pronouns. I'm the GM. My name's Adam. I play Vons. I am a he, him. Um, I play Wealthy, and I'm a wizard, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm Wit. I'm playing Grix, and uh, uh, my pronouns are he, him. I'm Erin, I play Erisine, and my pronouns are she or they. So last time. Good job. Yeah, (laughs) what happened last time? We fought a rust monster. No, that That was was two times ago. Time before last. Try again. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. We wandered around in the tunnels for a while. Mm. Um. Erisine heard something through a wall that didn't didn't seem like it really should have been there. We went down further. We went through what seemed like us the like the the sewer, like a like a room that was like the sewer. And then we like found a door on the other side of which we got into the room through a long tunnel like a tiny tunnel but then Grix found the Grix found the Jesus Christ I'm so sorry this is a terrible recap of what's happened no it's great <laughs> you're doing great I'm enjoying it keep going <laughs> the Ruladrin. Oh, yeah. That were, like, stealing water from, like, a bunch of different places. And then Grix, like, jumped down onto the floor where the stills were and realized that he couldn't get back up. Mm-hmm. And then Wealthy yeah. went through the very long, tiny tunnel as well. And then Vons and Erisine, uh went back around to the other side of the door and uh, then these two burly guys came to unlock the door. And Erisine and Vons went down, just slightly down the stairs a little bit more. And uh, Vons was not being quiet, and Erisine was 
not happy about that. And then the one of the guys was like, I hear something. And then uh, he, like, started down the stairs and the other guy, like, unlocked the door and was about to go in. And that's where we cliffhangered two weeks ago this very night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well done. Uh, sorry. I am very good at telling stories if you don't care how long it takes me to get there. <laughs> um all right so yeah we had i flipped the page like i have notes that will help me here <laughs> but yes we have grix and wealthy mm-hmm. inside the brewing room for lack of a better term mm-hmm. not getting drunk definitely not getting drunk Definitely not drinking anything. I'm only a halfling. It's not like I drink or anything like that. <laughs> it's not like I won't be tempted by the smell of it. And we have Aristine and Vons. Slightly further down the stairs. Uh-huh. And you two have already hidden, so I'm actually going to cut real quick. Hey, Grix and Walti, while you're uh, looking around, you hear the, the key rattling in the lock on the door. What do you do? Uh-oh. Uh, hide. I, sp- I splay out flat on top of the the uh, uh, brewer I'm on top of. So that All I right. can see over the edge, but nobody can see me because I'm a little bitty. Uh, right. um, I'm going to crawl under something. Okay. Can you do me a favor and make a dexterity check to see if you can manage that before this person gets in the room? Yes. I certainly can. Making that dexterity check... Stop rolling. Stop rolling. <laughs> keep rolling. Keep rolling. Keep. Nope. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a whopping four. And I'm going to guess that dexterity is not one of your primary attributes. Uh, you are correct in that. Whew. All uh, right. I do. So... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm. I'm. Trying to crawl under something that's much too small for me to crawl under. And uh, I have my head under there, but my whole body is sticking out in the room. Yeah, you're trying to like get under a table, but there were some cases under there that you didn't expect to be there. So you're kind of trying to like wedge yourself over them, and it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, a person comes in. They presumably have a name and a face. Um, a person comes in carrying a crate of what you assume to be empty bottles, formerly rare lodging, and looks over and says, Who the hell are you? <laughs> and immediately sets said crate down and draws a weapon. All right. Thinking fast, Grix is going to kind of crawl back out from under the table and uh, like kind of stagger and stumble a little bit and then slur. So uh, is this where the bathroom is? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do me a favor and make a charisma check for that to sell your lie. (laughs) All right. That is a highlighted stat. (laughs) 
Doesn't matter when you roll a one. What is <laughs> happening tonight? Apparently you have been cursed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, that wasn't great. Um, nope. I don't think you sold it. The guy is nope. coming towards you with said weapon. And I'm going to have... I'm going to have actually everybody roll initiative. Uh. Because that'll <laughs> let us process them in parallel. Is there not a, such a thing as a, a sneak or like a an ambush round? Oh yeah, you'll still get one. I'm okay. just using it to figure out like when everything's happening. But like the guy's the guy that's coming your way is going to take his first round to just like walk down the stairs and maybe find Vaughn's. <laughs> I remember initiative is funky in this game. Can you remind us how it works? It is a D10 at the top of every round. Oh. Yes, that's right. That's right, it's a D10. Plus dexterity? Nope. Nope. Okay. Just a D10. Four. Three. Six. Eight. Just to make sure I got that right. Greg's here at eight, Erisene here at six, Vaughn's here at four, and Wealthy here at three. That is affirmative. Okay, you can actually find my D10 somewhere in this bag. <laughs> it's a small bag, but it was on the bottom. Alright, so our guy heading towards Erisene and Vons rolled a whopping one, and our person who just came in the door got a five. Alright. Dooming him to extinction. So, Grix. You see this guy is approaching you, weapon drawn. It looks like a sap, basically a thing to yeah. club you over the head with. What do you do? Because you go first. I am going to... Uh, I'm going to pull out my magic wand. All right. I must say I've got one too. <laughs> wave, wave it at him. So you're trying to intimidate him? Yes. All right. I guess, yeah, roll a charisma check for me again. <laughs> it's got to work eventually. That's right. There we go. That's the money. Uh, 19, and it's a highlighted stat. Yes. Yes, which means you do succeed. Um, all right. He freezes and looks uncertain. Because your magic wand is a pretty nasty piece of work, from what My I remember. My magic wand is a very nasty piece of work. It's it's a really big club, considering <laughs> how small I am. And it's got studded uh, uh, rivets all over the outside of it. And, and magical carvings, of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah, I mean, this guy's a human, so, like, your club probably isn't that big compared to just him, but... Certainly looks like it would hurt, especially with the rivets sticking out everywhere. Yeah. Are they acting more like spikes or more just like kind of metal like studs? Oh, like spikes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Wonderful. <laughs> All so right. It's way so classier than a baseball bat with a nail in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ericene. Um, I would love to do a sneak attack. Is that possible? 
Uh, let's check, because there are some rules about how long it takes to line up a sneak attack, and I don't remember what they are. <laughs> that is only for a death attack. Oh, okay. So there are sneak attacks and death attacks, and death attacks do take three rounds of for me to study the victim before I can make the sneak attack. But sneak attacks are only when an opponent or victim is aware of the assassin but unsuspecting of an attack, the ability can be used. Or if they're not aware of me. Yeah. So. Alright, so the guy is walking down towards you. You can see him start looking at Vaughn's and about to say something, you, if I remember right, rolled an amazing high check last time, so. I did, yes. I don't have it written down, but uh, it was very, very good. I say, you either rolled the 20 or got a total of 20, and either yeah. way, it was great. And it's on, like, a primary, um, uh, primary attribute, so. Yeah. Okay, so... As I look and see that the book says prime attribute, but whatever, we're our own thing. <laughs> yeah. But, but, um, all right, so Erisin, you get to make your attack and you get a plus two bonus to hit and a plus four bonus to damage. Okay, so I'm going to also draw my, um, one of my dirks that I keep in my boot that has the type one poison on it. Um, in okay. order to do this because um, type 1 poisons uh, if they if he fails a save gives minus 1 to physical attributes and minus 1 to initiative yes for 1 to 3 days whoa I mean minus 1 to the 1 that he rolled on his way down here that's, that's pretty rough I don't know how yeah but that's only for one round yeah <laughs> see i didn't understand before we you explained the initiative process why this was a good thing that's <laughs> nah, pretty rad <laughs> yeah um so i draw the one that has the type one poison on it okay and i'm stabbing him in the foot all right or like the ankle right, or... so it sounds like you're trying to be relatively non-lethal here yeah or like the ankle something yeah so he's still on his way down the stairs yep okay and these are uh again spiraled staircases that are designed to be defensible from beneath sure why not you're standing on it so that's of limited utility to you (laughs) (laughs) well that means that we have advantage it's nice that you think that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's arguable. <laughs> so, Erisine, do you want to make your two-hit roll? Yes. So, I rolled a ten. The mod for that is strength, so that's a plus one. Plus four. Or, sorry, uh, plus, uh, plus, plus two. two. Plus two to hit, so that's plus one for my level. 14? Nope, you don't add your level to You don't to add hit. your level to hits. Yeah, you have a base to hit instead that you add, which yours is currently zero, so. Okay, so that's 13. All right, you hit. 
Awesome. Stab this guy right in the foot. So do me a favor and roll your damage and add four. Normal damage is 1d4 plus 2. I rolled a 3, so that's 5 plus 4 is 9. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> also, he's going to have to try to make a, uh, a poison save. Yes. So, let's see. I believe the difficulty for that's not too high. But it's still there. Nope, he blew it. <laughs> he blew it? He almost made it. He was off by like two. <laughs> yeah, so he's also going to get minus one to all his physical attributes and minus one to initiative for one to three days. <laughs> well. One day, according to what I just rolled. But that's not going to matter because basically you stab him in the foot. He curses incredibly loudly. And you seem to have hit something important, or at least enough to make him collapse to the floor. <laughs> Yay! So he's tumbling downstairs now. He probably doesn't have a lot of momentum. You are in the way, and we'll get to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking, time to, time to get out of the way here. And, uh, sorry, Aaron, do you remember what the total was? It was, what, nine? Yeah. Oh no, did I one-shot him? Oh, you he he's bleeding out. <laughs> <laughs> he he did not win the uh, the hit die roll contest <laughs> when I was making his character. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Shrug. Okay, so And then I turn to um Okay, he doesn't lose one hit point per round, so he is unconscious and needs to get medical attention, but so I turn he won't to, just bleed out. I turn to Vons and I just say, if you don't shut the fuck up, that'll be you next. Oh, good. So it's the turn of the guy in in the room with Grixon Wealthy. Okay, yep. Kind of a like thin-faced gaunt-looking guy, but stringy. Okay. In a muscular kind of way. So, okay. you intimidated him. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say that he has to attempt a save for that, or he's gonna lose a round. Oh, good. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's the Ian's thinking noise. <laughs> <laughs> he actually succeeded. Oh, good. He rolled... A 19. Oh, before wonderful. any modifiers. So, alright, so he continues to approach you and he's going to attempt to hit you with a sap. He sure would. Rolls to hit. Uh, gets a total of 12. That just beats me. Oh no. I don't know if we brought it up before, but it's worth the listeners knowing Grix has one hit point. <laughs> oh no. Um, oh, I don't know if you knew that either. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, no, I know you knew, but uh, I don't. I didn't know if Kelly knew. That's true. Yeah. I think if it came I up knew, I had gotten one. it. It had slipped my mind, and just hearing you say it is just hilarious. Yeah, uh, I have a minus two to my constitution, uh, and I'm yeah. an illusionist, so I have a D four hit dice, 
So at yeah. best case scenario, I can get two hit points per level. Yeah, when Wit first rolled, if it wasn't for the minimum of one HP roll, Grix technically died. <laughs> yep. But all right, you're not you take... supposed to be able to die in character creation in this game. Yeah, was this traveler? It's true. Yeah. All right, so you take two points of damage. Well, I go down like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, wealthy. You just see this guy kind of sidestep around Grix's guard, such as it is, with his magic wand, and just smack him in the temple. <laughs> And Grix goes down like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> Not cool, dude. Okay, so you're unconscious. Yeah, so you aren't going to heal for a bit, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm good. Okay, so Grix has been knocked out. I lay there and quiver. <laughs> this is the episode where we find out that uh, Wit's just going to be played by a different... Or Wit's just going to play a different character every uh every arc every like yeah. dungeon crawl <laughs> every character somehow dies yeah yeah all right so that was that guy's turn bonds there so, is an unconscious person tumbling down the stairs at you cutting back to where uh Aracine was yelling at me to be quiet i'm just going to reply oh like like quiet like this guy was when you stabbed him in the foot I'm going you to... can't actually say any of that because my hand is still uh, wrapped around your muzzle. How? <laughs> you just stabbed a dude. Yeah, well, I have two hands. <laughs> and she's an elf, so she's willowy and, and very flexible. Well, that's... Uh, I'm a half I guess I don't say any of that. Fine. This raises a lot of... Uh... You say it's just muffled, but I do need you to roll a dex check to get out of the way of this person tumbling down the stairs. Okay, what's a dex check look like? A d20 plus... Does that include level? Yep, your dexterity modifier and your level added to a d20. Four. <laughs> All right. Um, this is mostly going to be embarrassing. I don't think this guy had enough momentum to go super far. Especially <laughs> since you stabbed him in the foot, so he probably just kind of bonelessly collapsed. Rather than, like, pitching forward in a somersault. So, Vons, you are knocked to the floor by this unconscious person who is now on top of you. So, at least uh, I can assume that I am that I no longer have somebody's hand wrapped around my muzzle. Yes, you've been knocked free. Um, guess I'll start uh, going through this guy's pockets. He's probably <laughs> got some keys or something like that on him. Oh are you God. doing that while he's still on top of you, or are you extricating yourself first? I mean, the best pockets are going to be underneath him. I'll go for those first. That's... All right. <laughs> so Vaughn's is laying wow. essentially like backwards on a set of stairs, rifling through this guy's pockets. I love it. And it's great. This is amazing. Wealthy, what do you get up to? All right. So drawing myself up to my full two foot 11 height. I'm going to stand on top of this brew brewing vat. I'm going to raise my hands and I'm going to say, Hey, douchebag to the guy who just took out Grix. And I am going to shoot him with my magic missile, which will always hit and deals a one D four plus one point damage 
as long as I can see the target and all targets within 25 foot diameter area. Okay. Yes. That is a five. <laughs> At least one of us can roll. <laughs> huh. I'm rolling better than I do any other night I play D and D. Hey, I... nobody's counting you, Aracene. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> That's what my grandma said too. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> All right. So this guy's turning to look at you after you say that with a sneer on his face. Your magic missile hits him right in the chest, <laughs> knocks him backwards. He stumbles. He trips over Grix's unconscious body <laughs> and hits his head as he hits the floor. And is also unconscious, because both these characters roll total shit on their hit die rolls. Nice. <laughs> yeah. This guy has the minimum possible HP for his class and hit die. <laughs> sure. Fantastic. It sounds like bad dice are just part of the day. Yeah. I mean, I rolled these guys up a couple, like a week ago, but yes. <laughs> no one's having a good day. Alright. So... We're back out of combat. Good job resolving that before one of the guys could even go. <laughs> uh, Aracene's gonna run up the stairs and essentially burst through the door, hoping that, you know, the worst has not come to pass. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be hard to claim that paycheck for protecting Grix if Grix is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Mandosa's yeah. never gonna trust me ever again. Yes. I mean, I've got this big guy on top of me, but alright, you go ahead and do that. I'll just keep going through his pockets. You don't care. You'll be f- <laughs> About Grix? I know Grix. Grix I like. <laughs> you don't know Grix! <laughs> I've seen yes, him around. Grix is short, and therefore trustworthy. <laughs> I'm the shortest person in my family! <laughs> You're the tallest person in the group. I know. Anyway, is there anything I can do to like stabilize Grix? I don't even know like how that works. I mean, I'm over here with some potions underneath this dude over here, but you you keep on going over there and poking Grix. <laughs> I don't know what you you All I know about you is you deal drugs like yeah, what do you think drugs are? Things that make you have a better fun time at parties. Or if you've been hit over the head with a sap. You're having a pretty good time if you survive a combat round. I assume... <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So I'll just yell up the stairwell. Maybe you can help me out a little here. <laughs> I run back down the stairs, shove the guy off <laughs> Vaughn's. He smelled like pretzels. How does one smell so much like pretzels? I don't know. Would you fix the fix the kobold? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, sprinting up the stairs, doing the doing the little fox sprint thing. 
And I'm climbing down from the brewery vat. Okay. Bonds, do you even have any healing potions? You know what? I have no idea. I must. I, I'm uh, an alchemist. I don't have it uh, in my inventory listed specifically. Just the word concoctions is written here. I was going <laughs> to say, I don't think I ever actually made you assign your concoctions. <laughs> no. Because I'm very no. good at this. Things got rolling way too quick. Um, yeah. But let me let me just pull up the character to make sure I didn't or the class to make sure I didn't. Um, for some insane reason, not give you any healing items. <laughs> Worst case scenario, these guards are working under a brewery. They've got to have some aspirin. Yep. Um, yeah, you can have a potion of cure light wounds. Neat. Well, it's like one of I don't know. Two light things is you all have this today. guy can take, so this must be like Phoenix down to him. Yeah. Wrong universe. Um, Gonna say you can only prepare one level one concoction a day, so you well, probably have a couple days worth of stuff. But this might be your only cure light wounds potion. Let's uh, let's use that up then, because can't afford to have this guy go down on us. All right, so you pour a potion into Grix. I'm gonna say that that is going to let Grix recover consciousness. Rather than rolling a 1d6 to see how many hours it takes for Grix to wake up, because I think that's a good benefit of uh, healing magic. Sure. And the game's a little iffy on if you actually go unconscious at zero. So So am I back to one? Nope, you are at zero. At zero. But you can move at half your normal movement rate. Life <laughs> sounds like somebody's going to have to carry him. Yep, and you can't take... Uh, you can participate in combat, cast spells, turn undead, or any strenuous or demanding action. Cool. I know you were looking forward to turning lots of undead as an illusionist, but... Um, I'm like, Grix, what... I mean... How... What happened? Uh... He hit me. And then I hit him. Okay, that adds up. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. Has anybody looted him yet? What are we doing and here? And then I like kind of realize what room we're in, and I'm just like, holy shit, it's the Rouladrin! Oh! <gasps> Oh my god! All right, while Tipsy McGee is over here fleet freaking out over the <laughs> over the hooch, I'm gonna get into this guy's pockets and see if he's got anything good. Right. Okay. So you're looting both of them. That is a thing that makes sense for you to do. Did we and kill this guy? I have to remember. Did I kill this? They are guy? both. They're both unconscious but stable. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm just a little bit. Um, uh... Twitter faded by the fact that I hit somebody with with my magic missile and actually knocked him down. So I'm just a little bit, um, oh, you know. Otherwise, I would have started looting the body. But geez, Louise. <laughs> oh yeah, you totally bad. Magic missile. Yeah, yeah, you totally knocked this guy right down. That's awesome. Yeah, there's another one in the stairwell. I got. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, who are these guys? What do we? Are they part of the? They're heavy and they smell like pretzels. 
Well, they they were bringing in empty bottles. I do go fetch the body of the guy in the stairs, and I, like, kind of drag him up the stairs and pull him into the into the room. Oh my god, is he dead? Maybe. I mean, he probably will be soon. I don't like that at all. I just realized I haven't been doing my voice. Jesus. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's the real reason I had all these NPCs get knocked unconscious. There's no voices for unconscious characters. (laughs) All right, I'm going to roll like 10 million dice to figure out what these guys were carrying. Do it so the mic can hear. Nice. Uh-huh. I do love the sound of some dice. God damn it, really? Sorry, I just rolled this guy having something I didn't expect him to have, which is fun. Huh. Oh boy. Surprised that that's on like a, a sheet somewhere. I am using the general treasure tables for the game, which types things out by monster, and humans are listed in the monster manual. So, did, did cool. he just have like a giant ham in his pocket or something? What's going on? No, sadly, haven't rolled for that kind of stuff yet. Oh, now it sounds seedy. Are you fucking kidding? What does this guy do in his free time? Sorry, I just rolled that he also has an extraordinary item. <laughs> 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 While Ian is discovering uh, what an amazing person uh, was either uh, killed or knocked out, um, Ericene's gonna like go over to Wealthy and be like, "But like, no, seriously, it's you're gonna be okay. Like, it's I mean, it's hard to know that like you hurt somebody the first time, but." You'll get used to it. It's just so weird. I didn't know. I mean, I mean, it, he hurt Grix, and, and I just, I just stood up and I hit him with it, and then, and then he fell over, and it was just so weird. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. He seemed like a dick. <laughs> well, he was a total dick. No, but like sometimes crazy shit happens. Cause, like I stabbed this guy in the, you know, ankle, and he just completely like lost. <laughs> bleeding out now like i didn't know that was gonna happen yeah just going through their pockets i'm starting to think these guys are management so they're probably not really capable of taking too much damage anyway i don't worry too much about it like it's traumatic don't get me wrong and like you're gonna probably want to talk to somebody about it but don't oh yeah yeah therapy's therapy's just part of what we do in our life don't tell anyone that this happened uh, yeah, you're gonna use some pseudonyms. You know what would you tell somebody if 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 they told you that they hit somebody with a magic missile and that person fell down and it was the first time that happened to them and they were very twitter painted about it? What would you tell them and how would you you know walk them through their experience? I mean, you know, don't worry about it. I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> that that I would do this. This is what I would do. <laughs> you you'll you'll be fine. You'll be fine. No, for for real, like you'll be fine. Yeah, get some therapy. Don't worry, <laughs> you'll be fine. Hey, I'm a doctor, kind of. Vons, give her <laughs> some. Not a doctor at all. Drugs. <laughs> drugs. I don't have that kind of drugs. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I don't want to have anything that's made from rust monster guts. In this place filled with hooch, wasn't she just oh, in a hooch Oh, that's right. Bat? We have the really good stuff here. Uh, well, <laughs> you could just take a bottle of the Rilodrin. I wouldn't overdo it. That stuff looks like it might drain your MP. Ooh! Here's what we'll have. Here's... I go over to, like, one of the the um, the bottles of Rilodrin, and I just, like, pour just, like, a tiny little bit into, like, a cup, and just... And I, like, hand it to to wealthy and i'm like here this will make you feel a little bit better for a little while okay not a ton better and not for very long i toss it back (laughs) and how long does the ruladron take to take to go into effect not very thought it was immediately I mean, well, hard to rack up a bar tab. there was someone here who could tell us for sure. Maybe I should have taken notes. <laughs> now the effect's immediate. <laughs> I did, but it does take a little while to scroll back up in um, my uh, um, Google Doc. Um, I'm not feeling anything. Uh, I feel like Erisene was the one who had the most experience with it. I'm taking my cue from Pippin eating lembas bread. I had a tiny I had like the tiniest little bit that I possibly could uh, but I think that actually Grix took more of it. Well, and we're all um, waiting for Grix. Yeah. I'm yep. not feeling anything <laughs> at all so maybe I should have a little bit more. No, well, she's uh, at least like wait what, what, what is her size compared to Grix? Uh, I am two foot eleven, but I am same. also I am uh, also a halfling. I am taking my cue from Mary and the Limbus bread. Oh sure, that's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're about the same size. Ha. Huh. Okay. As far as what Vaughn's found, sorting through pockets. Yeah, pockets. That guy that fell on top of you. Was relatively speaking loaded. <laughs> Ooh. You find his coin purse, which has fifty GP in it. Also a coin purse. Along with four gems. Which you will either need to figure out yourself or find someone. You don't inherently know their value. You also find um, a set of keys. And in his like he has a pocket sewn to the inside of his shirt, kind of above like the left breast, and has you find a small, intricately carved crystalline tablet. So it's like a tablet with words carved into it. Hmm. The other guy also has keys and seventy GP. Whoa. Dang you. Well that sounds like a decent haul. Um <laughs> Now this is well, we should this definitely is uh, take the keys. Well, I I assume I've taken all of it. Um and I'll fill these guys in on this information once we can get a breather mm-hmm. and we know that Grix is okay. Uh cause... still all dazed here, but uh get, I'm getting up. So, uh do these guys have any I also close the door. Oh, good job. The door leading out to the... Yeah. 
Good call. Good call. Lock there it. There are two other doors in this room. I close the door to the stairs. Yeah. So across the room, there's the door back to the stairs, which you've now closed. It locks automatically, but you have the key, so it doesn't matter. There's a another doorway that looks like that, that same kind of heavy-duty um, setup, going out to the north, and then to the east, it's like it's like you're in a cellar, and there's a set of stairs going up to a small landing, which leads out to... It, there's a wooden door at the top of it that presumably leads out to somewhere. You can hear conversation through the door, so you think that's probably the same space you were hearing earlier. Does it sound like the same people? Yeah, it sounds like um, a large group of people having various conversations. Okay. Yeah. Have I managed to find any kind of identification on these two guys? Yes, they went to the fantasy DMV. (laughs) (laughs) They are not carrying any uh, forms of identification that you can find. Okay, so then they're not authority figures of any legitimate kind around here. They're not police or anything like that. Correct. There's no signet uh, ring or pendant or anything. They gotta just be, you know, tenders at at the distillery. Right, with, with with this kind of money on them and keys, I assume that they run this place or have something to do with the uh, the the workings. Um, is this room secured? Ish. It's as secured Ish. as it was before those guys came in. Well, uh, I'm going to hold on to this stuff for the time being and split it up with you guys even after we... Uh, we get to the surface you just want to tell me what is in there oh just some cash some keys uh i figured that oh are these keys duplicates yeah they look like they're the same set except for there's a difference of one on each of them a difference of one on each of them like each ring of keys has a key like there's one unique key yeah one unique key okay um for when they activate the self-destruct (laughs) <laughs> uh hey grix do you see anything uh particularly interesting about any of these keys uh do i see anything like are any of them clearly like master keys keys to the city um not that you can tell i mean you're dealing in a time where yeah keys are pretty generic yeah so in this particular case, yeah, there's nothing super identifiable about the keys. Like, none of them are labeled, or like they have, you know, markings, but there's no label that's like, oh, this is the label we use for, like, the keys for all of the maintenance panels right. in a certain area or anything yeah, like that. Okay. No, I, I, I nothing don't know. you recognize. I don't know. Cool. Got, okay. Don't have anything on these. Well, since uh, these have no specific value as of yet and we like mobility around here hey murder girl i'm just gonna toss you one of these <laughs> it's in the air you're supposed to catch it now murder lady Who's... and it misses you it just lands on the floor <laughs> are you staring at erisine <laughs> or wealthy i don't think wealthy is murder girl she had a hard time with a magic missile shot that was uh... <laughs> Erisine just like lets it like fly by her and is like, I don't like that nickname. 
clatters to the floor behind you. <laughs> I turn around and like go pick it up. <laughs> the uh, the one other thing that's particularly interesting is this crystalline tablet, and uh, this might require Ooh. some reading and or arcane knowledge. Anybody have that? Oh yeah, I know all about magic stuff. Well, go ahead and have a look at this, Grix, while you're awake. Ah, yeah. Also, like, um, I would like to propose that this is, like, kind of a big shot, like, a bigger deal than I think we were expecting. Yeah. Maybe we should bring in some, like, heavier hitters, like, or at least report to Inspector Pearl about what's going on. Just Agreed. a thought. I mean, if you've got a mobile phone, you go for it. But as far as also, I can tell, those haven't like, been invented yet. Rick still looks really <laughs> sick from, you know, getting knocked out. And oh, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, maybe we're done for today. Yeah, both both of it. Both the air scenes are right. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh, fuck. Uh... As you say that, the door on the east wall that has the stairs leading up to it opens up. And a young woman is about gets about halfway down the stairs before looking over and going, Um. Damn it, you hi. guys. I thought this room was hi! secure. Hi! How are you? I mean, nervous, you're standing over to the unconscious bodies of two of my co-workers, and I don't recognize you. <laughs> no, no, they... It's kind of a funny story, actually. Drunk. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so, like, drunk. we were trying to, like, get out of here, and, like, we were just, like, running up the stairs, and, like, we ran physically into them, and, like, they just... Like, we all just, like, fell down the stairs. These two got knocked out. We just, like, let ourselves in. Don't even worry about it. (laughs) Oh, we're so bad at lies. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. (laughs) But here's the thing. I have a really high charisma. (laughs) As long as no one else talks. <laughs> yeah, what they We're said. just standing around looking nervous. <laughs> I'm gonna say she starts backing up because your story doesn't make any fights. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're fine. It's fine. It's fine. Restrain her. <laughs> Yeah, she looks like she's about to bolt for the door leading back out to... Get her! Get her now! Restrain her! Is there a way... Hey, how far is she away from me? Um, given where you guys are standing, probably like in the center of the room, I'm gonna say she's like... Like 30 feet away from you if you like go around to the bottom of the stairs and go up to her. If you vault it up there, she's like 15 feet away. Um, okay. I, I would like to try to vault up there. Alright, do me a favor and make a dexterity check. I'm hoping the dice are good here. 
Ericene's got hops. Okay. I rolled a 13. Beats half. Plus one for my level. Plus one for my dex mm-hmm. modifier. It's 15. And dexterity is primary attribute. All right. Yeah, you make it and you kind of run up, jump, get your hands on the uh, stairs and basically vault up so you're in between her and the door. Um, I want to try to grapple her. All right. Is the um, door closed? I'm going to say, yeah, the door swung shut behind her. Like, it's certainly not hanging open super wide or anything. Okay. I was imagining it was closed. So, all right. Ericene, make a strength check. Okay, roll to ten. Plus one. Plus one for my modifier. And it's not a primary attribute. It's twelve total. Okay. All right. I'm actually going to double check how grappling works, because there's probably rules for that, because there's rules for it in every game. Love it. hate it okay oh actually um so apparently what you would have done was actually rolled the bonus to hit so your primary attribute does not you don't need to worry about that your strength you got a total of 12 i got a total of 12 testing my strength yeah um that's right because your bonus to hit is plus zero because I told you the wrong thing to roll, if you want to believe in dice magic and roll again, I will let you. Okay. So this is going to be a two hit. Well, I rolled an eight. Okay. So unfortunately, either way you would have missed. You, like, you get a hand on her, and she steps back and almost loses her footing as she tries to basically back up down the stairs away from you. So you haven't grappled her, but you have blocked her way. Okay. And she doesn't seem too keen to try to, like, tackle you out of the way. Okay. She's looking panicked. (laughs) For some fast talking. Fast talking. The fast kind of talking. Uh... Uh, I'm like... So listen, this whole place is illegal, and you don't want to be involved with anything illegal, right? Sure. So, like, this is the kind of illegal that'll get you put away inside the mountain for, like, years. Do you understand how much of the resources of this city are being used for private gain? Do you understand the big problem that is? In the GM is like, the problem is capitalism. (laughs) This person just goes, I'm just the bar back. I don't fucking know. Okay. So you're just the bar back. What's your name? I'm like slowly like backing her like down the stairs as I'm talking to her. Yes. It's uh, Noriko. Noriko. Do you like, is it like, are they like really good to you here or something? Because like, I know 
I know people who work in bars all over this city, and most of them owe me favors. I could get you a job anywhere. Just like, you could just quit. Just quit. And you could get another job somewhere else. That's not doing the illegal shit that this place is doing. And if you, if you quit right now, if you quit right now and you leave right now, I won't even mention your name. When we report to our superiors, okay? Just like if you quit your job right now and just leave right now, like literally right now, <laughs> you'll be fine. If not, like you're also gonna get in trouble though. It's on you at that point. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just figured out how Ericene can introduce herself next next week. Hi, I'm Ericene, and I'm a half elf career counselor. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a pretty dark charisma check here, from the sound. Of yeah, this is definitely a charisma check. <laughs> I am extremely charismatic. Murder, murder, murder. <laughs> I rolled a four. Goddamn dice today, man. <laughs> plus one for my level. <laughs> yeah, plus one. Plus three for my charisma. Well, there's something. Yeah. So that's 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 uh eight total. Do I have any crazy purple knockout gas on me? Cause... I'm going to say that she screams very loudly at this point. <laughs> and yells for help. I'm just going to push her off the stairs. <laughs> um. So, overbearing, this type of attack is used to knock an opponent down. That sounds like what you're doing, albeit off a set of stairs. I love that there's a word for it, yeah. Yeah, so roll a... Erisene is being overbearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, waka waka. Alright, so you're going to roll a standard two hit roll using strength as the modifier. Okay, that's 11 plus 1. You successfully shove this woman <laughs> off the stairs. <laughs> and the wealthy squeaks. Yep, I. So, I'm gonna say that for that, I'm assuming for dramatic purposes that this is a height of five feet or more. Uh huh. (laughs) So she gets to make a dexterity check to try to avoid being damaged. Uh huh. Oh my god, Aaron, did you just kill somebody else? (laughs) We're about to see. Kind of depends on what Ian rolls. I can only hope. Alright, so that person... I'm going to say that physical stuff is... Oh, she's a bar back. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a difference, apparently. Okay. Um, 
but I wasn't imagining her as being super strong. I'll just say that she's like an average person, so she blows the check. Um, and takes two points of damage. Means I have to roll a hit die. Okay, um, she goes sprawling, but she's still conscious. Um, albeit prone and at the feet of everyone else. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> shut her the fuck up! Roll for initiative, guys. <laughs> Beating up the barback. The most honorable of fights. <laughs> well, Grix can't participate in combat, but I'm going to roll anyway so that I can do funny things on my turn. That is fair and valid. Color commentary. Yeah, that, that requires initiative. I yep. got a six. I got a nine. I have no idea what I'm going to do, but I got a nine. I got a thirteen. No, wait, that's a d20. I was going to say, that's not possible, Trag. <laughs> uh, four. And Grix got a two. What did this person roll? Also gets a six. Wealthy, you're up. I am not hitting this woman with a magic missile. <laughs> and that's all I can do. <laughs> you could... <laughs> Nope, it's fine. <laughs> I'm a I'm a wizard. I don't have any armor. I don't have any weapons. Well, no, that's not true. I have a staff. I could, I could, you know, like push it into the small of her back. Would it be appropriate to propose a, an action here? <laughs> yeah. Just, just <laughs> maybe, maybe just trip her up, keep her down for a second, so that Ericene can close the door, and maybe we can give her, uh, give her the opportunity to be threatened and back down. <laughs> okay, then I'm gonna take my staff and I'm gonna hit her and hard enough for her to go back down onto the floor across the back, across her. I mean, she's. She's still on the floor, so... Alright, then I'm just gonna hold the staff on her shoulders. Being 2 okay. foot 11 and, you know, 45 pounds sweat is soaking wet. I don't know what I'm doing here, but that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. So basically I'm gonna say that you put her into a grapple. She would need to make a strength check to get out of it, so... Yeah. Alright. Well, let's see. I feel weird making you roll a two hit for that because she is on the floor, <laughs> but she's probably rolling around. Do me a favor and roll a roll to hit. Me? Okay. Yes. I got a one. No, no, no. All right, so we are asleep. So you're trying to kill us. You go to try to plant this in her back, and she but she rolls to the side, and you miss, and <laughs> just plant it into the floor. Jar my arms because I've hit it so hard enough into the floor. Oh, oh shit! Yes, uh, Ericene, you're up next. Uh, I run back down the stairs, and I just want to like sit on her and put my <laughs> hands over her mouth. That's what shut her up means. <laughs> okay, um, please roll to hit so you can grapple her. I guess. <laughs> Oh no. That's a seven. You try to do that, but she wriggles out from under you. I'm like, get her! 
Shut her up. <laughs> Is she still screaming or no? She's probably about to scream again. Right. <laughs> Who would win? Four plucky heroes or one barback? <laughs> Don't fuck with barbacks, man. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, they tend to lift bottles a lot. That's that's certainly a thing. Where the hell are the movement rules? Probably some kegs. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> Oh boy. God, okay. I'm gonna end up having to kill her, aren't I? <sighs> it's sort of our fallback option. <laughs> I always hope that I'm not gonna have to be a murder hobo. And yet <laughs> every time you think you're out, the murder hobo lifestyle pulls you. This is literally the third campaign in a row where I've got accidentally having to be a murder hobo. <laughs> all right so it's her turn she gets up and runs for the stairs but she basically gets to the bottom of the stairs because of the movement she had to spend to get up oh shit i have to run her down don't i probably bonds it's your turn all right fleet of foot um i move quickly for my size and have a higher movement speed than most other medium creatures Yep, and you were standing over her, so, so even though you can only move half and then attack, that's still fine, because you can move the your movement slightly higher than hers, and yeah, you're good. So does a tackle um, have any more chance of success than an attack? Uh, the AC will be different. <laughs> okay. Well, it makes sense to me, since we're trying not to uh, stack up bodies on the account of the city here. <laughs> we are still city employees. We're city maintenance workers. Contractors, fine. It's, oh, no, maintenance it's workers. Like, we're not even, like, police. <laughs> well, I didn't say we had authority. Um, You're although why maintenance didn't... on this person's skull. We super should have gotten authority before we did this. Um... There is no authority. <laughs> Don't you remember what Ian said about how the bureaucracy works? Ah, well then there's no police to bother us either then, is there? There are kind of patrol peacekeeper officers, but there's no like... You probably could have gotten one of them, but it's not the same thing. as like, you wouldn't be deputized. You wouldn't... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm at least going to slow this lady down. If we can't actually talk some sense into her, then uh, knocking her out is the next best thing. Really trying not to kill her, but... Uh... I'd much rather uh, knock this lady out than have to deal with everyone upstairs who's mad that we knocked out the barback. Or attacked the barback, or even scared the barback. I imagine she's vocal about these kinds of things. Alright, so what are you trying to do? Uh, I guess a running tackle kind of thing with as much force as possible, just trying to get her off her feet. Okay, that is still overbearing, so... Yeah, roll a d20 
Uh, your bonus to hit modifier and your strength. Okay. Modifier. Uh, ooh, the d20 got a 9. My bonus to hit modifier... I believe it's 0. Yeah, yeah, and I believe my strength is actually negative 1, so... You go to tackle her and miss and jam your snout right into the wall that was behind her. (laughs) Stupid slippery floors. It's very painful. Ouch. Grix. Grix, alright. So I can't engage in combat. So can I throw myself at her feet so she trips over me? She is too far away from you for that to happen. Yeah, and I'm very slow right now. That's true. Yes. Uh, I helpfully say, quick, she's getting away. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Grix. I just... (laughs) Please don't get away. I take fully a half second to just stare at Grix for a second before... (laughs) I think it's my turn. Um, well, roll for initiative each turn. Oh, that's we, right. Yeah, we re-roll. Grix was at the bottom of the round. Roll for so. initiative each turn. I. It will take me a while. Round is probably the right word. That. No. Fuck. No. I'm a nine. Oh. Again. <laughs> Why is that bad? Yeah, that's good. Because I don't have the slightest idea what to do. <laughs> Well, I'm looking at a seven. Grix also got a, got a seven. I got a three. <laughs> All right. Hey, Wealthy, you're up first. All right, so is she down? Nope. She is running for the stairs. Scared as hell, I imagine. And where am I standing in relationship to her? You're back in the center of the room, so you're about 15 feet away. Okay, I have the ability to move 20 feet. I'm gonna I'm gonna rush at her and I'm gonna stick my staff in front of her and trip her up. So when you're going to attack in the same round, you can only move half of your movement. Budge. That my said that could get that you long. that could get you over to the stairs and you could be in position to stick the staff in front of her as she tries to run up the stairs. Okay, that sounds good. Just kinda reach up and over the steps, your full arm raised height. It'll be great. <laughs> Okay, Vons, you're up. Oh, good. Um, she's still nearby. I yeah, know. she's right next to you. Uh, my nose hurts. Not very happy about that. Am I in range to just wrap my arms around her ankles? Uh, yep, that would be a grapple. <sighs> One of these again. <sighs> well, um, yeah. That makes more sense than trying to poison her or actually, like, hit her with anything. <sighs> Shit. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll try that, uh, that ankle grapple, and uh, if this doesn't work, maybe Wealthy can just whack her on the head with the stick if it misses. Or trip her or whatever. You know, you get, you've got a stick. You have, you have fun with that. Yeah. <sighs> oh, Jesus. Oh, no, wait. Nope, nope, that is a 19. Yeah, that did fine. <laughs> Get you successfully um, grab her on the ankles and stop her from getting any further. Okay. 
as I she cannot act except to break the hold. As I do so, I'm also going to say, please slow down and listen. I imagine that's all I'll have this the the time to say. Just chill, please. Yeah. Please do a chill. <laughs> all right. Grix. Alright, so uh, I still don't think there's much I can do. Um, I'm going to helpfully direct. Uh, she's heading up the stairs. <laughs> good job. Good job. Good good team leadership there. And, and I'm going to yell, no, she's not. Vaughn's is sitting on her. Huh? Huh? <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> You're still concussed. <laughs> All right. Aerosene. Uh, I am going to Got any rope? I'm gonna I do have rope. Uh first I'm going to take out my rapier. <laughs> um and just approach her and like as Vons is grappling her, just like threaten her with it. I don't want to hurt her. Please let me be very clear about this. I but like holding the point up near her throat kind yes. of Yes. And I'm like, stop moving and listen to us and uh. don't make a noise or I'm gonna run you through with this. Okay. It is her turn, and she stops moving and does not make a noise because this is very scary now. Yay! <laughs> Even more so than it already was. Yay! Are we out of initiative again? <laughs> yes. Okay. The lady who threw me off the steps is now pointing a sword at me. Yeah, yeah. That that seems that checks out. That checks out. Jeez. <laughs> I. I have like a little bag that I have some rope in. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it to uh, Wealthy and be like Sure, I know how to tie, ro- tie knots. Be like, please tie her. And them. Yeah, also them. Less worried about yeah, them. I'm... Pretty sure that one guy's dead. <laughs> I never or take, he's on his way there. I never take my eyes off her. <laughs> okay. Uh, wealthy, you you tie them up. I'll tie her up and then tie the other two up. Uh, you do notice that both the people that were on the floor previously are still breathing, so Ooh. that's good. Um, I'm like <sighs> Okay. Can you remind me of what her name was again? Noriko. Noriko. I'm like, okay, listen. Obviously, we weren't supposed to be here. And I put supposed to be here in finger quotes. I'm like, obviously, you know, some things happened, but you have to understand. We're all, um, 
you know, about the same level of competence that you are. (laughs) (laughs) And we're about the same level of, like, in this shit that you are. So, like, I really just think you should quit your job. And, like, (laughs) truly, I just think you should quit your job. Because Noriko... Noriko, you have to, you just have to understand, like, this is all gonna go away very soon anyway. Like, this is unsustainable for, like, the whole city. You know, like, the whole city where, like, we all live here. Like, we all live here. Do you understand, Noriko? <laughs> You're, you can talk again. She looks very scared and nods you at you while not making any additional scream. noise. <laughs> just can't scream uh sure yeah yeah it makes sense please don't kill me so like i just really think you should quit your job do you think you're gonna quit your job after today (laughs) motivational counselor i mean yeah probably i didn't get threatened with death at my old job so oh did you leave them on good terms you should no, I could definitely see you being a bartender, like like a real bartender. Great. <laughs> I'm like, and I swear, if you need if you need another job, like I am totally happy to find you another job. I found so many people jobs. You have no idea. <laughs> you guys, like, real talk though. Like, is Erisine a psychopath? I can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to say that. (laughs) Unclear. I try not to diagnose over the radio. Sure. Fair. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm just like, so like, you know, like, I just think you should like leave with us and never come back. It sounds like my other option is being stabbed. So, okay. Well, just like. You know, we can't just let you be here. Okay, you're gonna tell someone, and then like, this is all illegal. So like, you don't want to be here. We'll we'll untie you as soon as we get to the surface. So here's what we need: we need access to the blockage. We need to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And if she has any access, I would love to know more about how that's happening. Uh, Grix has got some information on that as well, I think, regarding the layout of the Hoosits and how to find the problems. But uh, Theoretically? It might be nice to have like somebody whose face people recognize to firsthand walk us to the problem. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, do you know what the problem is? There's something wrong with the city down here. The infrastructure's all wonky it's probably because y'all are taking all the water and who knows what else oh yeah like what do you know uh not a lot i know they bring in water and they bring in some of the magic power and they mix it together and it makes alcohol somehow Mm. but like but like you know shouldn't someone have to be actually like doing the enchanting itself I'm I'm gonna take a look around this room. This is where the brewing of the Ruladrin is 
supposedly happening, right? Yes. With my uh, alchemical knowledge, can I figure anything out by looking at the uh, at the various bits that are floating around this place? Yeah. So um, some of this got described last time too, but it's been two weeks. So um, oh, it sure has. There's kind of large like industrial sized stills in each of the four corners of the room and tables running between them where there aren't doors or other things. Okay. Distribution quantities. Yep. Yeah. So there's water pipes coming in from kind of a bunch of different angles and then leading into the top of each of the stills. This is how stills work now. Done at me. (laughs) And then there's also some very obviously jerry rigged, um, basically magical conduits that have been run through a like cutout tunnel above the door to the north and they've been run in and then are running into the stills as well. Have we gone through the door to the north? You have not. Okay. So Noriko, do you know anything about these pipes and uh, what's beyond that door? Well, I know one of the pipes sets the pipes as water and one of them is magic stuff power um yeah that's... i think that door just leads out into the like the lower levels yeah lower the levels lower huh? levels oh, right. it's another term for the under the kind city. of area you guys were in until you entered this space oh, okay. yeah because it's not all sewers so that's not quite accurate sure <laughs> right so access tunnels and uh presumably where the if i'm understanding this correctly and that's where the magic is coming from. in from yeah yeah um, or supposed to be coming in from we all need to leave oh well yeah uh, eventually this place is going to get uh get some population in it and i'd rather not be here to yeah let's leave right now react uh so let's get noriko here on her feet and yeah see if she can get us through these doors where are we going let's go north okay you guys exit out to the north shouldn't we just go back the way we came though well, we gotta find out where the problem is you're you almost you you could have died grix listen you two stop it <laughs> <laughs> i'm fine never better i i just I very badly want to make an executive decision, but I can't do that. <laughs> do I think? How about how about one of you two picks Grix up here? Maybe we uh, <laughs> get him get moving. Okay, I I uh, hoist Grix onto my back. Grix flails his arms for a minute. <laughs> All right. Which door are you guys exiting out of? Uh, that north door, the one... At is least that's that my a, vote, what, guys. I asked Noriko, cause... is that a way to get out? Do you know how to get out that way? I mean, it's out of the bar. <laughs> and there won't be a bunch of voices watching us force a... Uh, person who's what her hands are still tied or something she's obviously doing this against her well no i was just thinking like isn't the door to the west the way that we came in Uh yes 
Well, like that we said, didn't... Grix is very familiar with the area, so or is like very familiar with these spaces in general, and you would know that if you're not in too much of a hurry, you can almost always find a way up and out without too much difficulty. Okay. Now we should go and, north. Yeah. If we go north I'm just, again. Like, so worried that Grix is just gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure we don't want to walk him by a bunch of bar patrons with a hostage then. Well, no, but like if we go back out the west, like we didn't run into anybody on the way in. Oh, except we got to go through like a mile of sewer first. Well, I'm sure we could find a faster way up. What's your call, Griggs? North. Oh, fuck. And, uh, and Wolfie, what do you think? <laughs> I think north, too. Okay. Well, fine. I'm outnumbered. <laughs> Not on <laughs> me if the kobold dies. Uh, right, I promise not to die Before we leave, before we leave, I'd like to make sure that I've gathered up anything that's of uh, alchemical potency. I, I know that we're in a brewing area, so there's got to be something interesting here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can I take... Uh, I ha- I just have like a backpack. Um, can I take one bottle of Ruladrin? Yeah, you can. And for Vons, I'm going to say you pretty much take the same thing. You grab another bottle. It's a high quality spirit. It's a useful base. And yeah. also the magic infusion probably would have some cool properties added to it. Cool. Very neat. And uh, one of us, uh, wealthier myself, is uh, monitoring... Uh, Noriko on our way out the door. Yep. Um, I guess I'm taller. Mm-hmm. I also don't want to uh, be in back, though. Well, I guess <laughs> I guess our hostage is the one in front, isn't she? I'll be um, the one in I back. I keep saying hostage. <laughs> right. All right. You guys head out the north door with your uh, hostage friend. And I assume you guys are following the uh, power, the like magic power yeah. cabling. Yeah, yeah. You pretty quickly find um, in a room on the left side of the hallway, like it, all the cabling turns to the left, and you find a large power junction room that has very obviously been tapped into by a bunch of these cables. Um, ah. This is almost definitely where the power drain is coming from. <laughs> Blue. Mm. Is... Great, we figured out where it's coming from figured out where it's going to we figured out where the water's coming from and going to now can we go back to the surface <laughs> so that grix doesn't die on my back yeah I th- yeah yeah we're done now I, I, awesome are we was the job to find it or was the job to fix it well we Uh-oh. can fix it later when grix is not literally having a hard time gripping my leather coat on my back. I'm not having a hard time. I've got claws. You are having a hard time. I can tell because of the amount that you keep having to readjust. You know how I can tell that you're readjusting? Because every time you readjust, your claws just very slightly like scrabble into the 
like into my you know the tops of my boobs and it hurts and like there's a party tomorrow night that i should really not have kobold claws <laughs> for okay all right can we go <laughs> back to the surface please i'm begging you yes. all right we can come back down later okay awesome well, it seems All like right. we found the problem then. Okay. Y'all start heading to the surface. It takes a little bit, but you do find um, some ladders up and make your way out to a different street than any of the ones you've been on, um, still in the Warrens, and have succeeded in exiting the lower levels and are back in the city proper, with Grix still intact, with your person with their hands tied behind their back which is not super subtle but okay i un i uh i untie her once we get to the like once we're basically at the surface i untie her so no Rico, like, we're not usually like this big huge apologies here how much gold do you think it'll take to keep her quiet nobody has uh, any ideas here 20 20 <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Give her one of the give her one of the gems. Yeah, okay. So I'll just uh I'll paw one of those uh gems subtly into my uh into my hand and very quietly press it into her palm and say, Look, sorry this got so hairy. Uh Ericine's there, she's she's got a job for you, I'm sure. I'm sure she'll get you work. She'll get you work, it'll be fine. She knows all kinds of all kinds of people in the industry, you'll be safe. Just don't say you saw anything here and we'll be cool okay uh which gem do you give her you have a sapphire a moonstone a piece of amber and an amethyst uh, damn it now they sound relevant <laughs> give her the amethyst <sighs> you guys think amethyst is a good idea yeah okay yeah. That's enough, yeah. I'll pass her the amethyst. And say, you take good care of that. And uh, Ericene will uh, get in touch with Ericene later and she'll make sure that you get taken care of. Okay. Are we cool? You can find me yes. every day. Well, basically <laughs> every day at a, at the Nipper. Okay. I'm going to run away now, okay? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slowly. Go. Have a have a good rest mm. of your day. A brisk a brisk walk would be fine. We're not going to chase you. It's okay. She walks very briskly away with a alarmed look over her shoulder, but keeps going and disappears into the crowd. <laughs> well, we'll never see her again. Uh... <laughs> All right, and that seems like a good place to stop for the night. Hey, uh, this is Cog. I, I'm not sure what I'm doing here. It's a little intimidating, but I'll do my best talking into whatever the fuck this thing is. And I know a lot of machinery, so it's weird that I don't know what this is. Right. Primary attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've apparently just heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Does that involve spiders? That sounds like it involves spiders. Questions, comments, feedback? Email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. 
If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod or on Twitter at primeattribute. I am confused about why there's a book of faces. Is it made of faces? <laughs> and for Twitter, I assume it's birds. Sure. All right. Maybe it's magic shit. People are always weird about magic shit. Anyway, you can go to primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our dank memes. Castles and Crusades is published by Trollord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by Ian. Thanks, Ian, whoever you are. Presumably, this paper came from you. There's a note in here about how you're great and handsome and everyone should adore you. Which seems self-serving, but all right. Anyway, we hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Got real messy. Real it did. Like, it sure, sure did. Today, <laughs> like a well-oiled machine, all of you. <laughs> a well-oiled machine spinning itself apart at the gears, just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throwing oil and gears everywhere. Just I a don't bit. Don't know what you're talking about. I'm very good at my job. Harrison did great. It was it was the <laughs> dice that hated us today. Yeah, no, there were lots of bad rolls. And. I, I actually like the uh, the thing that Kelly did where she just, like, two-lined her character. For the... <laughs> I <laughs> like, genuinely like... <laughs> don't know how to two-line Aerosene. I don't think she has a two-line. I think she... I think, I think her two-line would just change it on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm I'm jealous of Kelly's intro, and I'm gonna try and come up with one of my own. All I said was I'm a wizard. Yeah, I think that for me, it would only work if I pretended like Aracene was on like the Real Housewives, and she was doing one of those <laughs> like glamour like like turning to like look at the camera and like say a catchphrase or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs>